When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Welcome to Sports and Things, a weekly podcast where we go in depth on sports and music topics of the week. Featuring John Lane, Trey Ely, Jay Hill, and host Dennis Turner. And welcome to Sports and Things, everybody. I'm your host, Dennis Turner. With me, as always, I have the fellas, Jay Hill, Trey Ely, and John Lane. What up, fellas? Yeah. What up? Happy weekend. Um, <laughs> uh, this is the sports podcast. Oh, yeah, it's are, Saturday. Yeah. Mm. We are, yeah. Were we supposed to air like a few hours ago? Who cares? <laughs> Uh, yeah, <laughs> this is the sports podcast where we are musicians and artists who love to talk sports. Um, shout out to Unhinged and uh, Belly Up Sports um, for hosting our shows and everybody else hosts the shows too. But let's just get right into the first segment. Uh, Washington football team beat the Bengals seventeen thirteen yesterday. That's yesterday, right? Friday. Yeah. Friday. Yep. Yeah, Jake. What happened? So <laughs> anyway, yeah. First question. Which um, QB impressed you the most in the last game? Trey, did you watch the game? I watched parts of it. Um, I I didn't catch um, uh, uh, Fitzpatrick. So um, Heineke looks like, I mean, like a young quarterback. <coughs> um, some fumbles and mistakes and stuff. But, you know, he also put up. 300 yards against the Bucks defense in a real game. So, you know, uh, you know, so Heineke's Heineke's cool. Look like he got some stuff he need to work on. Um, Fitz, I didn't see. I saw a little bit of Fitz. Um, he overthrew a couple passes, but it looked like just like rust, not jitters. Um, Heineke, Heineke looked like uh, he was kind of poised under the pocket and moving around when the pocket broke down. But again, I don't care. He made enough. moves with his feet, but he, I don't know, man, he looks, he, he looks more and more like a backup when I see him play now. How much they pay him? Like 1 million or something. I think it's a million Four? a year or something. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I yeah, mean, well, he got paid. I mean, no. he got, okay. he got paid two as years. in he got a contract, but he ain't get like, nah. 
Yeah, I think he got two years. I, I don't know what the number is. I'd have to look it up, but it wasn't it wasn't that much. I think at, at the end of the day, when they gave him that contract, they were expecting that they would bring in like a starting quarterback, meaning Taylor Heineke would not be the starting quarterback. So that's what they paid him. He was worth keeping. Taylor Heineke but, got know. a two year eight point seven million extension. Okay, so four million. Mm, that's not that's not four to five. heavy for a quarterback yeah. in the NFL. All yeah. right. Um but it's still a good payday for the young man. Oh, oh yeah, no. And he, he got a chance to um you know to play into that money. So if he if he plays well, he can he can do better. Uh Jay, what about uh your side? <laughs> uh I I didn't watch it because it's preseason. So I don't and, really, Andy Dalton I don't didn't really play. entertain. Yeah, Andy Dalton. I, was, I mean, you know, Marvin I, I Lewis was, didn't coach. No, I thought I no, thought no, Icky no Woods was gonna rush, but they didn't give Icky Woods. Oh, any touches, Icky Woods so, was dope. You know, Boomer yeah. came in in the fourth quarter. Wow, 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 <laughs> and commentated. Wow. <laughs> no, I didn't really check it out because, like I said, it, it was it's preseason. They do two series and then out. Like I'm good on that. I gotta be honest. I wasn't impressed with the offense at all for Washington. Uh, they but you didn't really see it. Like that's the other thing too. Coaches don't even give you the full spectrum because they don't want to show their whole their full hand. So I mean, it's they, like they had the first team out there for like the first two or three drives. But right, yeah, but they, they don't they run. But what plays. I'm saying is yeah, they don't they run their normal shit plays. though. Right, that's what I'm saying. Right. They don't right. run their yeah. normal week one plays. Like we running some triple reverses. Just to see what they don't agree. They never that was agree at all. The dogs are like, no, no triple reverses in here. That was Andy Dalton and Joe Burrow. Oh, wow. 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 That's Beef what he it? named. No, that's what he named his dogs. He's a Bengals fan. Me and Joe. Me <laughs> and Joe. All right. Well, I mean, yeah, like, like you guys said, I, preseason doesn't matter. You don't really get to see. I mean, even in the fourth week of preseason, you're not going to see anybody um, running their their offense to full capacity or potential. They're just going to get out there to get them the reps in, so they can get them off the field, make sure nobody gets injured. So you really won't see anything until game one, week one. Um, wait, let's move on. Wait, okay. So making the brand reveals three potential unannounced names of the team, uh, Washington football team. Uh, Commanders, Wolves, and Washington Football Team Club. Or Washington Football Club. Right. Yeah, so so those names are based on someone from a podcast. Who's a lip reader. Lips lip reading a video clip of uh uh um what's his name? Jason uh uh Jason, Jason Wright and Ron Rivera. Where they they were teasing the um, name planning stuff. Yeah, I didn't so see there's there's a lot of itty bitty grain of salt here that you got to take this with. I um, mean, here's, here's the question I'm always going to ask. It's cool, but you know, the question I'm always going to ask is: Do you do does a name change really matter at this point? Yes, yeah. it always matters. Yeah. It's the name of the team. Whoa. Oh, yeah. Uh-oh. Fix the echo. <laughs> there are yeah. too if many John Wayne's on my screen. Sorry. I'm if getting you, all of this. Whoa. Pause. 
There it goes. Okay. If you pause. if you kept the name the Washington football team and you just added a mascot, like you wouldn't have to change the name. I'm just saying you wouldn't. But it would also look stupid. It's like insert team I really name don't here. want to be the football team. Yeah. yeah. Insert team I mean, name here. That's that, that that the football team. You can't, you can't tease. You um, haven't been the football team. You, you, the can't, last years, you can't tease us for two the years. Last year. With two this whole seasons. thing of changing the name and then not changing. Nah, it's the just name. one. What do you mean one? Is this season and last season? This season ain't started yet. This season ain't it's even a, started yet. They're not changing the name this season. It's next season. It will be two years. It is one. Right. Oh That's gosh, only, it's only been I mean. it's only been there for one year. Two weeks from now, the game, the season's gonna start and they're gonna be called the Washington football team. It's not gonna matter. They're gonna take or they're gonna or they're gonna show y'all the brand on week one. It's gonna be like, oh no, nah, I think they're supposed to do that. But the I thing think, is, I think you're asking too much. They're not. <laughs> it would be dumb of them to tease us for two years about changing the name, and then in the end say, "Oh, we're just going to keep it the Washington Football Team." Yeah, that would be stupid. Like that's that's just blue balls. And the guy who says that's he interesting was a, way to put he's it. a professional lip reader, like if you watch the clip, like Jason Wright's mouth is censored out. So how how are you reading that? What are you reading? I think he's the lip reader was basically he was sort of gauging how long the beeps were when when the names were getting bleeped out. Yeah, it, it's a fun post, right? It's fun, but you know, come on. And they and Jason Wright said that those three names are not the finalists. Oh, I didn't know and that. Those are just three. So names. can we just this is my call first time that like, the Commanders? I never even heard that name before. It was like wolves. Yeah, yeah Jason tails. Wright did come back in a tweet and kind of like shoot that stuff down. Yeah, he oh. said this, th- these are not the final that. three names. These are just names that we like. Okay. Any, any, you like any of those names? I like the wolves. I, th- I like I, the wolves. Yeah. Wolves. I like commanders. Honestly, I'd be okay with red wolves or wolves or red wolves. I heard uh, JP Finley say that. He thinks that wolves is too close to a Native American image. They, they need to it's chill. Like really, really, know, it's a wolf, he, he, bro. He's, being pe- he, he's he he's a li- he's a little bit petty for my taste, but he he's referencing uh, an image of a wolf howling at the moon, which is used by a lot of Native American. They need uh, to stop. That's a reach, man. Tribes, Come on. But, but I, in my it. mind, I'm like, well, who says that we're gonna use a wolf howling at the moon? You know, so I mean, you can't you can't start to protect animals because now you really get thank you. Now you really getting like you it needs said, to be an animal. I mean, or something like that. I don't, uh, you know, like it if you look at animal. most, I don't want it to be something weird that's different from the whole rest of the NFL. Titans, you know, is an animal. Packers is an animal. Patriots, but I mean, I don't know. The commanders to me, Giants. I don't mind. Browns. Well, Brown is an animal. Commanders doesn't. Oilers. Um, Commanders doesn't seem very um, threatening. Steelers. Yeah, I mean Packers aren't threatening at all. But <laughs> Texans, I mean, you can't, you can't, you can't. Yeah, like I mean, it's Texans not weren't really... an animal until they went after Deshaun Watson. Or did they go after an animal? They should be oh. called the Smashers. Smash. Oh, no. Wow. <laughs> That's what Shawn Michaels calls the band that plays for his Thursday. No, night right. Christmas. No, let's not. Nope. Next. Let's give it up for the Smashers. Oh, Moving on. No, 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 no. <laughs> I should not have started. Oh, boy. Anyway. Um, all right. Well, 
we'll see what the name is if they you know, within if and when they change the name. But they're not going to change it this season. That's not realistic. It's gonna it's gonna roll around to another season. They might announce a new name and a new mascot this season, but they're not gonna. It's not gonna be implemented this season for sure. They're not gonna do that. Um, so we have to wait and see what name they come up with. I think we collectively or unanimously like the name Wolves or Red Wolves. Um, so let's see if they go with that one. Um, moving on to more NFL news. Um, the new rule about taunting and uh, or uh, yeah has been put into play. So you can't players can't taunt or like tease or like um, anything like that. Uh, Rivera stands by the new taunting rules, stating that young kids do not need to see that in the game. So let me get you guys thoughts on taunting. I, I saw something earlier this week that was like, it's a part of the game. It's a part of football to be able to like, if you make a play on somebody, do something about like, say something. I mean, I remember playing football and, you know, like if you made a hit on somebody, you can like, taunt or like stand over them. And be like, yeah, you know, all stuff. You can't it, talk no trash to nobody. Like, I mean. Yeah. Like, like make yeah. It, give me your thoughts on like trash talking and, and how it being taken out of the game affects the game as a whole. I just think it's being, you know, well, from what I saw in the preseason, what they called, it's just, you know, the the concept is good to not have something that's instigating or leading to something worse. I just think it's, you know, like anything new, it's over enforced, like, you know, that, and it's tough because then it becomes a subjective, it becomes a judgment call, right? You know, what is okay, what is not you know, as far as making a gesture. So it's going to be, I I think that it's well, I think the intent is good. I think that the implementation is going to be difficult to uh, get right. I think it's dumb. Nah, no, really. (laughs) I I just think it's part, they, they do have a point. It is part of the game. I mean, they, they talk and taunt, all the time in the NBA. It's what makes the NBA great. It's what it's why David Stern wanted the NBA to go into uh, mainstream media because of the interaction that they have on the court. And to see the actual passion that they have for the game. I mean, I think there's some things that that are considered taunting that should be called into question, but... Yeah, like standing over players and all that stuff. Like, don't do that. But like, if yeah, but like play, like Antonio Gibson last last season, when he ran for that forty yard touchdown against the Cowboys, and he just waved to the cornerback. Like, why would you flag somebody for that? Right, and fine him too. But what, what's the fine? Seven five hundred. When you make a rule well, like because that, though, that, because how they going to enforce it uniformly? That's basically in in their perception demeaning the person. Like yeah, I'm but, better than you. That's not what you well, want. That's, that's not what you of, want to. Sports, I scored though. on you. I am better than you. Yeah, that's part of sports. Yeah, well, and it just it just escalates. Especially yeah, well, that's in this thing the thing where it escalates. Yeah, the competition basically taking the competitive nature out of the competition. I never Being thought to- I would really agree with this dude, but I feel like LeBron is the only one that doesn't really like do any sort of taunting. Like, that's he, not true. It, it, no, he definitely taunts. I've never seen LeBron taunt anybody. I've when seen LeBron on, yell. When I have. On, um, what's the man? When he dunked on um, Brandon um, uh, from Detroit, 
No, nah, he he's wa- he's giving people looks. He hasn't done. He that's, hasn't that's done taunting. this. That's that's taunting, bro. It's a fine. You're right. It's a fine line. Yeah, they're not gonna call him for Again. it because no, he's no, LeBron. he got called for that tech when he when he when the he implementation is gonna be horrible. He, he walked over. It is. It's gonna not horrible. It's gonna be hard. How do you know when to call that? And when not when to let it go. I mean, it's just it, it's it, that's a mess. It's a mess. Yeah, and you're gonna get some calls where it's gonna be petty, and it's now it's unsportsmanlike. So it's a 15 yard. It's a huge impact on the game over something stupid. Right. Right. So you just gotta uh, make the play, go back to the huddle. Like it's not hard. Yeah. I it's think not it's hard. Just, that's the thing. But it's not hard. Just go just back to like the huddle. It's, it's getting a little bit too soft now. We're protecting quarterbacks. We're we can't have playful banter between, you know, two competitive. I mean, Jalen Ramsey is always calling out wide receivers. And then when they get on the field, he just plays. Someone like Calvin Johnson busts him up for like 40 yards or something like that. Why not get back at him? Like, this, this is the same thing that happened to Terry McLaurin last season in the first game against the Cowboys. I don't, can't remember the dude's name. But the cornerback for the Cowboys, who was a rookie, was talking smack to McLaurin. And McLaurin did not say anything. He just turned his back and just walked away. And the very next play, McLaurin burned him for like 50 yards. Right. Just played the game. McLaurin did not do, you know. Just played the game. He, he just played the game. But I'm just saying, like, what is the harm in somebody, you know, going up, going up to you another know. dude to just – I just feel like that's just part of the game that just makes the game a lot more fun to watch and a lot more fun to play. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah I mean, it's it's testosterone, you know, it's it's like, you know, guys doing guys. But stuff. it's one thing to celebrate and it's another thing to celebrate in somebody's face. Like in soccer, they don't do that. In soccer, they they have their celebrations like yeah, soccer players are soft. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, views expressed in this podcast are not those of. <laughs> I mean, I, I, uh, I mean, that's I'm basically. It. I mean, again, I think that we've been here before, in that we talk about rule changes in various sports every off season. You know, for the different sports, I'm saying we talk about rule changes, and it's come up, and each time I struggle with the same question: What problem are they trying to fix? Because was there just some excessive, ridiculous taunting that led to all these brawls last season? Right. So what right. problem are they trying to fix? They're not trying to. They're not trying to fix a problem. They're trying to prevent. They're an trying interaction. to prevent it because they were saying last season there were too many incidences that were a result right. of the taunting. It's completely different. So they're saying they are trying to fix a problem. Then basically, yeah. Well, okay. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't, but see, that's the thing. I wouldn't call it a problem. I think they're trying. If to, they did something about it, then to, they felt it was a problem. Well, they probably no. They're trying, trying to, to foresee the future. That's what I'm saying. More. They're trying, right? They're trying to foresee the future because they believe these grown men that run around padded and stuff can't control their emotions. So before it gets to that level, let's just uh, nah. Ain't no celebrating after touchdowns. But wouldn't I mean, that be the job? Sport where have, people run into they got each other. And collide and knock each other down, and you're like, "Oh, hey, we can't let them get mad at each other." Right? Don't taunt though. You can hit that. Isn't this the job of the head coaches? They're gonna get mad at each other. They're hitting each other for goodness sakes. The head coaches. What you talking about? Like the Saints bounty gates together? Is that what you mean? Say, look, (laughs) this is how this organization (laughs) plays. Like, I mean, the taunting should be at a bare minimum. Like, that's the job of the head coaches. Yeah, like or keep even the general managers. Keep that shouldn't be the job of the league to say we're just going to do away with taunting. 
not enough coaches are on the same page. So we got to do it coaches, until until everybody gets on the same page. These rules are in place. But if you, have show the, me, if you have the you cool. can you can set the rules and you can have it so that you have certain things that are f- finable and then certain things that are just not allowed at all. And then you can have it some some things that are except like some things are you can do. Like it don't have to be like a clean like you can't do anything. Yeah, because they did that before. They did that before with the um the TV, um, TV celebrations. Like you can't celebrate, yeah, and then they had to undo it. Yeah, so it's like just just set the no the rules. fun league. Set the yeah, set the rules. Right. I don't know. Did they undo it? Like, can you go get a sharpie now? Can you, you can't go do get no, 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 not that. That's what I'm saying. So they, they, no, they no, no, Jay. At one point, there was no celebration. There was no celebration. Nothing. I don't remember yeah. that. Damn, yeah. I'm, I'm oh, yeah, that was about a season like two, or three seasons ago. Yeah. I don't remember that at all. I thought no, you. I, I thought they, no. that's college. Nah, there I didn't was know they no, took it that extreme. There was a no, no celebration. No, I mean that's what college does. College is like I never knew they were on that same level as college. Oh yeah, because college yeah, doesn't allow celebration. Wow, but then they, they did, did it, and with, then they, they had to bring them back. They're like, you know what? Y'all can do it. Interesting. Yeah. So my my thing is just set the rules. You got rules set. You got all these bylaws and all these rules set in football and professional sports and basketball. Just set the rules. Like, here's know. the other thing. But time wasn't and taunting trend, already a personal they, foul. They, I they mean, do, couldn't they do, it already yeah, be called? They do yes. augmented rules. They augment the rules every begin before every season. So what? They vote on the rules. What's the What's the big deal? Right. It was already a personal foul for taunting. You seem but to be it's always it's always degrees to shit. That's the thing. It's always degrees. So they just turned. They didn't create a new rule. They just turned up a rule. Right. Ah, oh, this rule needs a little bit more yep. compression. Yep. <laughs> Music reference. There you go. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, we'll see what happens. Uh, I guess the question is: Is the NFL becoming too soft? We can we can do a, a round room and see what you guys think, and then we'll take a break. Uh, let's go, Jay Hill. Is the NFL becoming too soft? No, I just think they're trying to be uh they're trying to look ahead to like the medical aspect because if somebody gets too mad and gets hurt, then we are back to CTEs. All in the forefront of the news. <laughs> yeah, now that makes sense. It's an image thing, right? Because yeah. they already they're the CTE people, and then you know being being barbaric yeah. is the reputation. And so if there's taunting, and if we can cut it off at the the, the listeners the can't see me roll my eyes, but yeah, like we can cut off at the younger level, which is why they've already talked about how the tackling has been has had to be retaught because so many kids are not being instructed correctly on how to tackle. Right. And those so injuries, we, it's the same thing. Like those neck like, injuries are dangerous. So, so that's good. The taunting thing. You can't taunt in peewee. You know what I mean? You can't do it there. You can't I've do it I've never seen anybody college. carted off the field for taunting, but you know, I, <laughs> I mean, Hey, if you taunt me too much and I take your legs out, you will be carted off the field. Same thing. <laughs> All right. I mean, you know, why don't they, <laughs> teach people how to just take you know if if you get beat and talked about then beat them back i mean you don't have to i will to take I, what you dish physically beat take them what you dish back. and if you can't take what you dish then you shouldn't be talking at all um all right well that's jay's take 
uh, Trey? I mean, I, I don't think it's being too soft. I mean, I, I, you know, I, I think they're trying to, like Jay said, I think they're trying to address image, and that's all they, they're really doing. I think that they are making things more complicated, and they are going to affect outcomes of games this season over a rule for something that has nothing to do with the game being played on the field, something cosmetic or something, you know, just superficial. I mean, because a personal foul is a big penalty. It's a big penalty. It's again, it could be a game changer. So, yeah, I, that's what I don't like about it. John, yes. <laughs> All right, and we'll be back right after. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, a lot of a lot of professional sports are just changing, changing up rules to try to be safe. It's not like you can't. You can't elbow a motherfucker in the face when you're going for a rebound, and now you can't go helmet to helmet on a quarterback. I don't know what this taunting rule is protecting, other than grown men who can't control their emotions and stuff. Is just, I guess, sort of like an immature, immature state of affairs. But um, I do think it is getting soft, but for the reasoning of trying to protect certain players uh, in the league. But, yeah, they're getting soft, in my opinion. You know, and I tend to agree. I think they are getting a bit soft, especially when you when you add in the fact that it's a gladiator. It's the only gladiator sport that we – well, besides hockey. Hockey's still like a kind of like a gladiator sport. <laughs> but they let them boys fight. So, you know, yeah. at the end of the day, it's like you can taunt in hockey. You can do all that stuff in hockey, and it's fine, right? It's interesting. Like, yeah. Hockey doesn't. Hockey can be barbaric, and there's no complaints. But hockey also doesn't have the CTE reputation. Well, no, man. and actually, Allie um, had a had a roommate after she graduated college. Her dad played hockey for the New York Rangers, and um, she used to tell me that you know his dad was not right. Uh, her dad is not right. Just from really? like all yeah, the concussions, because sure he was a fighter. He was he was football. like a brawler, so he was always fighting. Mm. And at one point, was the most hated guy in the NHL. But um, yeah, it is funny that I mean, those guys play on ice, yeah. and those helmets are thin as shit. <laughs> right. They're not like football helmets. And they be people out there just head hunting, just like players out there yeah. just head hunting. And then when they get in them fights, they take the helmets and gloves and all that off yep. anyway. People lose yep. toofs. They lose toofs. <laughs> <laughs> just like, don't get in a fight with Tom Wilson. Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, I agree. Like, it, it gets in the way of the NFL's bottom line, which is money and making money and making the sport universally family-friendly. And you can't do that with players flipping each other off or, like, dancing over somebody while they, when they score on them or hit them. So I think we're going to see these changes continue to spiral and um, make the game – I think – they're trying to make the first they're trying to make the game faster they're trying to make it more like efficient and more friendly so they can get on more channels and be more prime time uh available so they probably want to make it a little bit more global too because they want yeah. they want to bring a team out in london and when they want to make that money that like the nba is london players being sissies <sighs> whoa <laughs> yeah that's an ongoing joke and i got you uh all right, well, let's take a break. Um, this is supposed to take. And with that said, and with that said, 
we're going to take a break. This is supposed to take me back. What's up, people? It's your boy, Jay Hill. Just want to let you know where to find us. On Facebook and Instagram at Sports and Things. S-P-O-R-T-Z underscore and underscore T-H-I-N-G-Z. And on Twitter at Is Sports. Capital I, capital Z, S-P-O-R-T-Z. Yeah, we got a little creative with it. So now you can follow us, you can subscribe, you can spread the word. Thanks. Now back to this episode. And welcome back to Sports and Things Already. We're going to get into our next segment, which is more NFL. <laughs> um, <laughs> Andy Dalton says, it's my time. First uh, moment of silence for that statement. <laughs> Second, uh, should they start Fields over Dalton? And I will go to John. Well, no, I don't think so. I think Dalton needs to uh, earn his place on the bench. <laughs> what? <laughs> I think he needs to show that he can't be the starting quarterback, even though he showed that last season with the Cowboys. And the season um, before that. And the season the before that and before that. Um, he's a veteran. Uh, he got paid a lot of money to be there. Maybe not a lot of money, but he got paid enough to be there. Um, and they need that veteran leadership, that veteran presence there. Um, against a, a young kid. hate to call him a kid, but that's what he is. Uh, a young kid who's a rookie, um, their offensive line is really bad. So you can't put a future prospect out there with a broken offensive line. I mean, he got manhandled today in their loss against the Buffalo Bills. Uh, so I think it's probably smart. If I'm the general manager, I'm going into the draft. I'm getting some offensive linemen. I'm trading for some offensive linemen and getting a couple more receivers. And uh, I'm just giving it to Andy Dalton right now, pause, and letting him, you know, lead the team as far as he can before he gets benched. Fair point. Um, Trey? Yeah, I mean, I agree with John. I mean, I'm not saying that uh, uh, Fields is Dwayne Haskins, but, I mean, if you learn anything, man, don't, don't rush rookies out there. You know, if you learn anything from Russian from rookies the same out school? there, man. You're on a fast track to get Dwayne Haskins, Haskins mentioned on every show we've done ever. Uh, <laughs> at least he didn't mention Micah. Uh, we didn't get to yeah, the artist of the yeah. week yet. Yeah, check out Micah's new album. He ain't even but mentioned anyway, Snyder yet. Um, Ooh, that's true. Snyder doesn't have a new album. Micah does. Um, same way. <laughs> or maybe they both do. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe Snyder is on Micah's album. Snitching. Ooh. Surprise guest. Oh, <laughs> Check out my new record with Dan Snyder called Snitching. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, oh, man, you sign a guy was. like Andy Dalton, Snitching. the journeyman. <laughs> oh. oh, Lord. What'd you feel like doing today? Snitching? <laughs> Snitch. <laughs> Yeah, but Andy Dalton, you sign a journeyman like him in order to let the rookie quarterback come in once you and he are ready to take that 
uh, place. And, what? you know. Pause. Snitching. <laughs> he, he, um, he will likely see the field this season, though. You know how that pressure is for fourth week. Getting a new guy out there. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, but. what's the plus minus? How many weeks? Yeah, like if 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 um, Dalton throws six picks in three weeks, <laughs> you'll see Phil's Phil. offensive line or not. He's that question be should be posed to Jay Hill. He knows him best. Yeah, not true. What? <laughs> he was our quarterback for like eight years. Uh huh. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Snitching. <laughs> 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 he he was, he's he's also been a shell of himself because of because of his uh, lack of lack of uh, faith in the line. So, you know, I mean, I think every quarterback has wait, those wait. moments. You said he's been a shell of himself because he has lack of faith in the offensive line. Yeah. Wouldn't that, wouldn't that I mean, who doesn't right hit? now? <laughs> who doesn't have faith in that offensive line? That, that, that would come from getting hit. Huh? That would, the, the lack of faith comes from getting hit. He got rocked in Dallas. He sure did. I mean, I don't blame him. It was like RG3. Snitching. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when you get hit that many times, the only thing you can do is just like keep looking over your shoulder. All right. Right. Like Michael Jackson said, just look over your shoulder, honey. <laughs> like, <laughs> what are you going to do? Like, you, you're scared your, your, your three-step drop or your five-step drop always immediately goes to a three-step drop and you're trying to get rid of the ball. Your first option is your yeah. only option. Yep. You, and you, you're telegraphing with your eyes and then you become an interception like, enthusiast because <laughs> the defensive backs pick up on that and they know you know, if you only got three seconds to throw the football, you're going to make a hasty decision. And you're probably gonna throw it to one of them. Um, that's probably that's why he's out of Cincinnati, and that's why he's out of Dallas, and now he's in Chicago. Well, where's he at? Yeah, Chicago. Chicago. I will tell you this: it was uh, it was telling because um, uh, the game today between the Bills and the Bears was Mitchell Trubisky against his old team, and Mitchell Trubisky actually threw a touchdown and threw for over 230 yards. So that yeah, was somebody's got to shoot Josh Allen for Mitchell Trubisky to see the field. Oh hell yeah! No, there's no way Mitchell Trubisky's seeing the field at all. Well, this football don't say no way. Well, yeah, that, that I mean, okay, God forbid he gets injured, yeah. but that's really the only way that he gets to see the field. But Mitchell Trubisky's not a bad backup. He's always been a good backup. He just put him in a starting position. He's a better backup than Kirk Cousins. <laughs> oh boy. Well, Kirk Cousins gets paid like a starter. He Still. sure does. That's that's um, our fault. Yeah, because we paid him like a starter for that franchise. Uh, tag. Minnesota, that Minnesota needs tag. to own that. Minnesota well, needs no, to own that. That franchise though. tag made it so that you had to pay. Yeah, him. but but Minnesota exactly. didn't have to make that deal. Oh, you know, Washington kept franchising him. We need to go out and get him and pay him all this guaranteed money. Well, you well, know I mean, what they looked at. They looked at that. They didn't have to do that. They looked at the season Somebody's where we won the division. Uh, that and that was a season where Kirk Cousins broke the record for the most passing yards by a franchise quarterback. Most garbage time yards by a quarterback. <laughs> I guess whatever you want to call it, but he had over forty five hundred yards passing that season. Damn. And we won the um, we won the division. At of course, we lost the damn playoff game. But um, snatching. 
<laughs> All right. Well, I think we we agree. Like Dalton will probably start, and let's do uh, over and under. Like how many games before Dalton gets benched? I said four. Well, let's do over and over games and interceptions. So I said six picks, four games. Ooh. Damn. You think he's going to throw six picks in four games? I think he's going to throw six picks in three games. <laughs> and they're going to wow. start him on the fourth game and then take him out. Uh, damn. He's going to go out there. Someone look right, coach. Snatching. I say he gets through half the season. With um, Half through 17? Yeah, I think he gets through. Well, maybe less than half. I think he gets through maybe seven. I think he gets through seven games with eight picks. Oh, how many touchdowns? I say eight. <laughs> no, nah, I'll give him a little bit better than that. I'll say 10 or 11 touchdowns. That's nice. You're being nice. I'm being nice. Uh, Jay Hill, since you know him. I don't think it's going to be picks. I just don't think the offense is going to produce. And that's going to be the, that's going to be the frustration. So like, let's let's change the question for you then. What, what what's their touchdown or their scoring average as Dalton as this uh quarterback? Um what, what gets him 13. taken out? Oh wow. <laughs> 13 points a game? Yeah, maybe 17, but that's that's a little too generous. So that's why I'm saying 13, because it's gonna be like a touchdown, field goal, field goal type shit. Wow. Okay. Okay. Um, Trey. Um, I think he makes it probably about three quarters of the season. Um, uh, well, and I'm just throwing out there. Whenever the Bears are eliminated from the playoffs, then they're gonna put Fields in. I I I think Chicago's a big city, but Chicago, I don't think is one of those kind of markets like a New York, a DC, somewhere where. They're going to have a ridiculous amount of media pressure to play the rookie. I mean, they'll have some, but I think the I think, fans will. I think they'll make it to yeah, uh, Chicago fans are diehard fans, man. They're super yeah, diehard, yeah. and they're already rooting for Justin Fields to be the starter. The Bears. <laughs> I mean, they're already they're already chanting his name. They like they don't want Andy Dalton to even start. And they chant his game his name if preseason uh, practices. <laughs> Yeah, and now if Andy Dalton go out there and put up 500 and they win 42 to nothing week one, what the fans going to do then? Mm, depends up. on who they play. Who do they, <laughs> up. Who do they score? What? Is, who, who does he score against? The, the let's say the it's the, let's say it's the the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's not happening. He's not putting 500 on the Bucks. Maybe 500 interceptions. <laughs> You said 500 interceptions. <laughs> Jeez. About 500 yards. He stepped Jeez. back. He snapped the ball 497 times. He wow. threw 500 interceptions. What? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'll have to wait and see uh, how that plays out. Uh, let's move on to more quarterback controversy with the New Orleans Saints. Who starts, Hill or Winston? Uh, Jay Hill. No, my, uh, my namesake, Brother Hill. My name took Brother Hill. He's going to do it. Wow. Why? Yeah, Because why? his last name is Hill. 
Oh. Yeah. All right. Okay. No, that's not. That's not even educated <laughs> at all. There you go. <laughs> Nothing's there educated about what you just said. Moving on. All right. Well, I think Jay <laughs> tapped out when we went on Andy Dalton for like ten minutes. I think he did. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Uh, John, go ahead. Give us an educated nah, answer. <laughs> I think Jameis Winston starts. I think they're going to look at his positives more than his negatives. He put up a lot of interceptions, but he definitely threw a That's lot a of lot touchdowns. Of He's got an arm. Um, and you can fix your touchdown to interception ratio to work to, to benefit the team. You can, you can actually work on that. So he's had two years off as a starting quarterback. So I think he's, I think they give it, I think they give it to, uh, to, to Winston and I, but I think he's going to be in the hot seat just like Andy Dalton, because if he starts throwing picks, too many picks, I think. Taysom Hill will, will will probably show up a little bit early. So strong fact, he had two years off and he had one year under Drew Brees. Right. So, uh, Trey, I'm you saying, looking like Heathcliff, man. Eyes all half closed. I know you. You look like you've been up <laughs> since tired, four a.m. Yeah, <laughs> trying to tell you. I'm saying Jameis Winston, um, because. One of the two guys is a quarterback, so I'll go with the guy that's a quarterback. Here's here's a side note: we should not be doing podcasts on Friday or Saturday. Exactly, <laughs> man. Fridays we too lit. Are we Saturdays done? we dead ass tired. <laughs> I'm surprised Trey not laying down like Lionel, man. He usually be. I should have, but then I'd have been asleep. I'd have been asleep. All right, I'll get my hey, pick. Man, Jay Hill was the one with the gig, right? I had to. <laughs> I'm exhausted. Oh, yeah, he drove. He drove from his gig to um, Chuck Levin's today, yeah. four hours and seventy five minutes. <laughs> got yeah, there just you in time. <laughs> got there just in time for them to be like, "We have the board, but not here." <laughs> oh, oh, <shit>. <laughs> Come back later. Come back on Monday. Shout out Chuck Levin's. Yeah. Rest um, give my. Um, I think that Winston starts. I think he has the um, experience. And again, that year under um, just watching Drew Brees and sitting under him, I think that's going to make him a better player, a better observer of the defenses. If he studies at all, he'll be uh, a really great quarterback eventually. Um, He'll, I I think that he'll get some snaps for sure because they were doing that anyway. Um, You said he'll get some snacks? Snaps. (laughs) Oh. Snacks. That's a good idea. <laughs> Send him to go get the snacks. Jameis is playing. Why don't you go to the 7-Eleven? Wow. <laughs> okay, go get the waters. <laughs> <laughs> he said Jameis is playing. Go get the snacks. All right. So, yeah, I think Winston starts. And, and if he if he starts to like – you know, the thing about Winston and what he did when he did throw all those touchdowns and he threw those interceptions, he was productive. He just was in the wrong system, I think. Like, you put him in the right system, you don't – you take away his ability to – make bad decisions and you make him make quick decisions and get rid of the football, um, i.e. West Coast offense, I think he'll do fine. Um, I don't know how far they get with him as as their starting quarterback. I would like to think that with a decent running game and, um, you know, wide receiver core, they might be okay. And I, I they might win nine or ten games, you know, maybe 11 with him at quarterback if he doesn't turn the ball over a lot. So we'll see. Um, but I pick Winston as well. Moving on to NBA. <laughs> LeBron gets snubbed um, 
when they asked uh, a group of, I think it was uh, sports analysts who was the number, who were the best players in the league. I know that it was split between Giannis and Kevin Durant and LeBron didn't get any votes at all. Um, <laughs> question, is it a big deal? Now, let me throw a little, little nugget in there. The year that it happened to LeBron um, two years ago, he took the um, Lakers to the championship. So big deal. Yes or no? Mm, no. What's the source? Use your mic. <laughs> no. Um, you said what's the source? Like, who are these people who are who made these? They didn't play. <laughs> right. <laughs> they never. They never play. I so. think. I think LeBron is is he's giving them giving attention to the wrong people. I mean, I get it. I. I I don't see why he's making this a personal thing. Just do what you do. You know what I mean? Maybe he's trying to do well, like Jordan, where you make it a personal thing and then drop fifty. It was it was I a guess. it was a survey between ten executives in the NBA and scouts. Well, okay, KD and Giannis. I mean, think about it. Um, I'm still not sold on Giannis being like like Giannis is a great player, but he doesn't take over game. Like Middleton won that championship for them. Like Middleton oh stepping up and playing that. Really? Did you yes. hear Dennis say that? Yeah, I've I never did. heard that before in my life. I mean, neither. Yeah, I don't so believe that. Middleton must, didn't really show up that much. He must be sleeping. He too. did in the finals. Uh, Middleton was good. Middleton he did. Was good. I got to give if, him that. If one. Middleton didn't play. I was waiting for him to disappear, but he didn't. Yeah. If Giannis didn't play, Middleton would not have led them to a championship. No, no, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is you add Middleton to what Giannis did. And yeah, you but win you, the you take Middleton out, Giannis could still win that championship. I don't think so because you need oh, another. I think you, need, so. you need a score. Chris Paul went to team? the place that Middleton normally disappears to. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm I, the way I'm comparing this is you. You got to think about the fact that Giannis was on a team of players that was not built like the Warriors or the Nets or the Lakers. the The, the majority of the of of the Bucks were players who were better than average like you don't have steph curry and clay thompson on the team you don't have kyrie irving and kevin durant but the and point AD was and lebron yeah. you know what i mean? got you but the point was middleton was supposed to be that and arguably he showed up in the but finals. he wasn't and they still won the championship which no, is but why he, he did show up in the he finals. was in the playoffs yeah, yeah. he showed yeah, up okay okay I, uh, yeah okay i'll give you that but i guess my my point is when it comes to KD, Giannis, and LeBron, the the way that I'm looking at it is Giannis should be in that list because of what he was able to accomplish with the team that he had. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, like no doubt. I'm not taking him out of it. I'm just saying, you know, like even okay. So you without a score, without a two that you can kind of push some of that pressure off of. And we all know Giannis don't have a jumper yet. He still hasn't developed his jumper like he needs to have um, in order to be able to dominate the game in the low post and the 12-foot game and beyond that. Like, he can drive, he can score, he can get fouls. We all know that. And he he's dominant when he's driving the ball. But in order to develop that middle, that mid-range game, he still is working on that. And that's what Chris Middleton is supposed to be. You know, I, mean, I heard a comment today, like um, most players, like the, the players who really make a difference in NBA games are the ones who can shoot twos. 
between the 10 and 12 feet. Sure. Um, I'm talking about Kawhi, Carmelo. These guys are the ones who eat a lot because they can score those mid-range points. And when you when you give that game to Giannis, you don't need Middleton. We ain't there yet. So you still need somebody like Middleton to kind of like like offset that 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 balance a little bit. And that's my point. I'm not saying that Giannis isn't a dominant player. From from end to end, he can get down the court in three steps. Like, yeah, who else is doing that? You know what I'm saying? At True. this point. And he he's ferocious and he he want he he had a hunger for it. I'm not taking anything away from him. I'm just saying at the end of the day, um LeBron getting snubbed on that list, I, I don't think it's a big deal because they're execs and scouts. <laughs> they're gonna say what they're gonna say anyway. And a lot of times they just do that to kind of like add fuel to the fire. It's like, oh, we don't think LeBron has it anymore. But he's putting up 27, 8 and 8. Like what else does he, does he need to do? He's been doing right. it consistently the last couple of years. So, yeah, I mean, I, he's he's definitely giving them more attention than they deserve. But you know, I guess I can understand why he's making it personal. Uh, you know, and it's like you got to make everything personal at this yep. point. Like it has to be personal. If it's not, then you know. If it's not, he retires. He does what Jordan did. I don't like playing this shit no more. Baseball? No. Nice. Which is the bowling? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> so yeah, like like this this past year, Chris Middleton, twenty three playoff games, twenty three point six games, uh, twenty three point six points a game, seven rebounds, five assists. Those numbers, yeah, okay, are solid numbers. Yeah, to back up that. what Giannis was doing. You know, what I'm saying he's Scotty, he's he's Pippen to yeah. Jordan. You know, what I'm saying so. Um, anybody else? Comments? Questions? Concerns? Not a big deal. <laughs> Snitches. <laughs> all right um, <laughs> moving on how did how does uh we didn't really talk a lot about the olympics this year we we did like one or two um segments about the olympics um but let's let's get into the nba's place in the olympics how um do the nba gold medalists fare against the other gold medal teams that came before them i think mm. that they fare great because they have their own individual accolade they ever since (laughs) no ever since that 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 the um the world started to catch up back in 1968 the united states have lost every fourth olympics until this team this is the only team to win that fourth consecutive olympic games since like our parents were kids so um what at yeah, one point they didn't let NBA players play. So that that's also that was with and without NBA players. Right. So damn. You know, I think, I, I mean, every I fourth measure, time we lost. I think they measure pretty high because until kind of kind of what Trey was 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 basically saying the what? world has <laughs> caught up. So No, that's like, a very good point. That's a like very, the, I mean, that's the playing, the playing field is is not level, but it's way more than eighty twenty. I mean, France made it look like it was level in the preliminaries. That's what I'm saying. So, I mean, that was in the and, and, and the other thing, the other thing, to, the other thing to remember though, the other thing to remember, these other countries, they play like together since they're sixteen. That's the other thing that a lot of these, like the NBA, is not. 
doing yeah. Our all. team is not a team. It's an all-star team. Yeah. Right. Theirs is yeah. an actual right. team. These, right. these dudes have been balling since 16 together. Right. That's a long time. We're a pickup team playing against actual teams. Right. Yeah, and, and like realistically, if Gobert doesn't get in foul trouble in that game, that gold medal game, it, the U.S. are in a little bit of trouble because uh, Durant went on like a cold streak in the fourth quarter. He didn't score for a minute in the fourth quarter, and Gobert was in foul trouble. So, and he fouled out eventually, I think, too. Um, yeah. Okay. Fouls so matter. I, yeah, I think that you know, I, I think you guys are all right. I think they stack up well. Um, they do. I mean, you you got to remember. Michael Wilbon said this. They said uh, uh, he he said there are everyone everyone wants to clown Charles Barkley for not winning an NBA championship, even though he led the Suns to uh, the finals appearance against Jordan. But Wilbon thought that Barkley was, in his mind, a better basketball player all around because he had one thing that none of the other players that were clowning him had, which was a gold medal. And, you know, to, to him and many other, many other uh, analysts, like getting a gold medal for your country is a super big. He was deal. also the star of that team, by the way. Oh yeah. yeah he was sure. definitely the star of that team. Remember when he <laughs> elbowed that dude from Nigeria? His, his numbers for the 92. <laughs> so, on the 92 team, he averaged 18 points a game, uh, four rebounds, two assists, two and 2.6 steals a game, and he shot 71% from the floor. <laughs> um, that's what the world struggled with. I mean, they could shoot and all that type of stuff and deal with the perimeter. They, they could not deal low. with yeah. Carl Malone yeah. and Charles Barkley, those guys that were – not just the big guys. It wasn't Robinson, them guys. It was the guys that were big but still able to move and, and, and handle the ball. They had no those guys. Carl Malone and Josh yeah. Charles Barkley. Those guys. I don't think that, Carl Malone gets enough props for like he was, the way he was no, able to not at move all. On, up and down the court, especially with, with Stockton, that two-man game they had running for years. Yeah. I, and I think that's because they didn't, you know, they, they always got taken out in the playoffs, but. That guy was man. He and he got bigger. He got bigger as he got older, but he got more fit as he got older, and it seemed like more yeah. agile, but also more powerful as he got older. Yeah. So we we kind of need to send our most physical, strong, um, a versatile threes and fours over there to the overseas play because but that's where we have the advantage. People like Embiid, and that's not that. <laughs> Talking about Embiid. <laughs> Beat up. That's what that's oh called. boy. <laughs> anyway, um, so okay, they they do stack up well, and with the world catching up, uh, it, I we'll leave we'll leave off with this question, and this is just me spitballing. Uh, how long do you think before the world begins to dominate Olympic sports, Olympic basketball? Do you think it ever happens? Never. Yeah, never. Yeah, I don't see that happening. Give me one country that may be able to make a run for it, besides France, Australia. Besides France, uh, Australia, Australia, Brazil. Yeah, probably Australia. I would say, yeah, Waldorf. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say yeah. Turkey, but they don't have enough players. All right. Well, yeah, that, you know, and that, I think that's where you have it. Like uh, again, all those players, like for every team. 
they only have like one or two players that come and they actually make it to the league. And then they got to go back and play with the other teams from their countries. And the U.S. sends all their studs, <laughs> you know, all the studs that want to play. Because, like, everybody's not playing. Like, if, if you add, you know, the top five players to the Olympic team every time you're going to – if Giannis, LeBron, AD, Steph, uh, who name, any, name, a, name a fifth player, goes and plays and starts, I think they run those teams out of the, out of the gym every time. Yeah. I don't know if they blow them out but by 40, see, what they were doing. Just to go back our previous conversation with that lineup, Giannis and LeBron will be problematic for the other teams. Just those two. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just they those two alone. problematic. Yeah. But Giannis wouldn't play for America. He'd play for Greece. Well. That's true. That's true. All right. We're going to take another break. Um, this is Sports and Things. We'll be back. Hey, this is Trey Ely. Do you have a hot take or a topic you'd like for us to debate? Just hit us up on Instagram or Twitter. Now back to this week's episode. And welcome back to Sports and Things, everybody. We're going to get into our next segment, which is John Lane presents the Sports and Things News. All right. Thank you, Mr. Turner. I'm John Lane, and this is the Sports and Things News. Yay. On August 21st, 2021, we will never do a podcast on a Saturday. Uh, we are going to start with uh, the breaking news. Shakari Richardson comes in last place against the Jamaicans. Um, she returned to the racetrack, and it wasn't quite as glorious as she had hoped for. It is a story from TNZ. She came in last place, ninth. Girl got she smoked like, like some ganja. Against some of the same women that she beat a mercy. months ago. That's what it sounded like when the Jamaicans run. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the U.S. sprinter who was disqualified from competing in the Summer's Tokyo Olympics took her March Saturday for the, the uh, Prefontaine Classic at the University of Oregon, where she was set to race in the women's 100-meter dash against eight others, including three of the Jamaican Olympians who took gold, silver, and bronze during the Games in her absence. And when the gun went off, Everyone was hurtling down the track, but it quickly became clear that Shikari was falling behind. And not just the Jamaican runners, but everyone else, too, um, including oh. someone's grandmother, a kid on a big wheel. Oh, wow. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, she ended up coming in ninth place with a time of 11.14 seconds, which many people weren't expecting. Uh, by the way, the Jamaican athletes ran the table again uh, here, first, second, and third, with Elaine Thompson uh, Hera finishing on top with a new record at 10.54 seconds. No matter, though, because Shikari got ahead of the criticism. I mean, you know, maybe she was smoking weed before she oh. started the race and <laughs> kind of slowed her down. Um, so uh, moving on... Uh, I got some bad news for uh, a lot of uh, a lot of you guys on here because I know y'all have a subscription and a lot of uh, a lot of women. <laughs> um, OnlyFans is banning porn. Uh, OnlyFans is going to have a new look this fall. Subscription site says it's about to enact a ban on pornography. The company says the ban on sexually explicit content is going to go into effect October 1st and seemingly blames the decision on outside pressure, saying it's making the big change to get in line with requests 
from banking partners and payout providers. Aren't some of these banking partners like going to Thailand and like trying to get in with these? Never mind. <laughs> um, Girly, <man. laughs> uh, the company says it's got to evolve to ensure the long term sustainability of the platform and continue to host an inclusive community of creators and fans. As everyone knows, OnlyFans is mostly filled with women and men reeling in subscribers with nude videos and photos and porn. Um, Bad Bobby, we all know who Bad Bobby is. She's the uh, meet me outside chick. Uh, she raked in a million dollars in six hours wow. on her OnlyFans debut back in April, which is a record for the site. Um. Why would anybody want to see her in the nude? Uh, it sounds like there will be, there will still be some wiggle room for nude content on OnlyFans moving forward. The company says <laughs> creators will still be allowed <laughs> to post content with nudity as long as it jibes with their acceptable use policy. OnlyFans says it will soon share more details on the upcoming changes. So stay tuned. So OnlyFans is basically becoming Tumblr. Got it. <laughs> but Tumblr had porn too. You just yeah, had to find then, it. You, it's still there. You just gotta go. You can't just look at it like. Is Tumblr still a thing? I thought Tumblr was done. It's still a thing. You, you know, if you're trying to find some smut, though, you gotta go digging around for it. But deep in the deep in the deep in the barrel. <laughs> uh, and the final story. The, <laughs> <laughs> um, the final story. Um, on Sports and Things News is a story by Kate Feldman and Nelson Oliveira uh, from AOL.com. And it is a story about Derek Chauvin, who segregated from other inmates for his safety at most secure unit in Minnesota. Segregation. <laughs> Derek Chauvin, as everyone knows, is the convicted killer of uh, killing George Floyd in 2020. Uh, he's being kept away from other inmates at Minnesota's most secure prison unit where guards check his status at least every half hour, the State Department of Corrections said this past Wednesday. The former Minneapolis cop who was found guilty Tuesday, who was found guilty Tuesday in George Floyd's May 25th, 2000. I'm sorry. He was found guilty on April 21st for George Floyd's May 25th, 2020 murder and was placed on administrative segregation for his safety and is and is in the administrative control unit of the state-run Oak Park Heights Prison, agency spokeswoman uh, Sarah Fitzgerald told Daily News. The ACU is the state's most secure unit. Administrative segregation is used when someone's presence in the general population is a safety concern. Gee, I wonder why it's a safety concern. Every cell in a unit has a camera, that is monitored so he can't jack off at all times. And corrections officers do rounds every half hour <laughs> to check each inmate's status, she said. Chauvin is one of 41 inmates housed in that facility out of nearly 350 who are being held at Oak Park Heights uh, and the Administrative Council Unit at MCF Oak Park Heights. Uh, they are operating at the highest level of security where Derek Chauvin will be held. So, you know, this guy convicted of killing George Floyd while he was being handcuffed is getting the most top secured uh, security uh, in the most secure prison. It 
kind of seems a little ironic. Um, but I guess it's not the 1950s and Derek Chauvin is not black. He's also a police officer. I mean, if you think about it, you are throwing him to the wolves when you put a police officer in the same pen that he put all the people in. I guess. I mean, he is also... You might as well just give him the death penalty and get it over with. Right. He is also saying that the uh, the the cell that he's in is not the most uh, comfortable. Is the cell supposed to be comfortable? Uh, well, sure. We'll, we'll upgrade that. Just uh, sit here with this knee on your neck for about eight, nine minutes. Boom. You I'm John Lane, and that's the Sports and Things News. <laughs> go to the cell of Jesus. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> All right, Put thanks, John. Um, let's move on. <laughs> let's move on to the artist uh, of the week, and I'm going to start with Jay Hill because he's been quiet the last ten minutes. <laughs> Jay Hill been mentally slumped by it. Yep. Yeah. Um, you got work tomorrow, Jay. <laughs> seemingly, let's just say that. <laughs> what <laughs> does that mean? Yeah. He's um, gonna go wiggle his mouse. <laughs> so. Um, single came across a new single came across by Earth, Wind and Fire and I was like that's interesting Earth, Wind and Fire is a new single it's actually Can't Hide Love flipped because it's featuring that shouldn't happen um, oh no right it's featuring Lucky Day oh, it's Earth, Wind yes, and Fire I heard about this oh, featuring no, Lucky no, Day no, yes. and that's and your artist of the week I mean, it's still the same song. Like, it's not a bad flip. He just put some different lyrics on it, but they're basically singing the chorus because he basically oh. used the same chorus from Can I Love. Uh, so, Big Boo. There you go. Big Boo. That's too bad. I'm a Lucky Day fan. He ruined it. Yeah, Lucky Day. Shout out to uh, Paris Hines. <laughs> she works with Lucky Day. Um, I don't know if she's still working with him, but anyway, shout out to Paris. Uh, Trey, you go. Uh, my artist of the week is Devin the Dude, rap a lot of records, soulful rapper, singer, uh, extraordinaire from back in my day. <laughs> He's still got stuff coming out now, though. I mean, if you want to check him out, Devin still releasing stuff. Everybody likes a 60 year old rapper. It's all good. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Damn. Uh, John, go ahead. <laughs> wow. Uh, well, my artist of Jay Z released stuff. You say nothing. <laughs> who? Who? Jay? You say Jay? Jay Z? Yeah, right. Nas and Jay Z. Devin, they all the same age. No, nah, I was just joking. I think that's Devin's cool. cool. That's true. Uh, my artist of the week is this goes out to Trey. It's Luther Vandross. I thought he was gonna say Micah. Do 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 do. Uh, Luther Vandross. What? There's not a whole lot that needs to be said about him. He's just one of the. He's the voice of the '80s and the '90s, as far as black R&B music is uh, concerned. And um, yeah, had a couple albums produced by Marcus Miller, and wrote some uh, fantastic the songs. Off, right? is still a, chair. a lot of those songs were directed towards men. Apparently, we found that's out why I said Paulus. Yeah, so. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's my RC of the week. Even right when no one is sitting there, <laughs> why is he singing? <laughs> Luther Vandross. Yeah. All right, here we go. My artist of the week is going to be Pat Metheny by way of Jacko Pistorius. 
So my artist of the week is Pat Metheny by way of Jacko Pistorius. Um, there's a record they had in 1976 called Bright Size Life. Oh yeah. Um, I just recently got hip to it um, from a Jacko documentary called The Lost Tapes documentary. Um, I think it was put together in 2006 by some fans of Jacko's, and um, it's a pretty good documentary. And it's a pretty dope record. It, it's interesting to hear um, those signature themes that Jacko that made Jacko famous being like established, you know, in 76 before, I think 76 is when he did his debut album as well. So um, that's my record uh, on my artist of the week. Let's move on to documentary film book of the week. Uh, John. Uh, my documentary of the week is cocaine cowboys. Uh, nice. Which is a <laughs> documentary that came out. You about- think my battleship. Oh, my bad. <laughs> Uh, it came out about what, like five, six, maybe longer, maybe 10 years ago um, on Netflix. And it's made a reappearance back. It's back on Netflix again. Um, it's a new, new, new one, right? It's, it's a new thing now. It's like yeah. a new, about two, two it's a new angle, basically. Yeah. 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 It's a new angle. Um, <clears throat> I still like the original documentary, but this one is pretty dope. Um, mm-hmm. And then, of course, well, I won't talk about part two because I'll. I'll give that to Jay Hill, but uh, check out the original Cocaine Cowboys. It's it's long, but it's really, really riveting and really, really good. Okay, um, Trey. Since I don't have anything prepared, my book of the week is Patterns for Improvisation. Ooh, goodbye, Oliver yes. Nelson. <laughs> it's a good book. Yes, they can't see that. All right. They can get we their can. copy distributed by Jamie Abersold now. All right. One, two, one, two, three, four. I used to have those, 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 DVD, those CDs. <laughs> There's like a, there like so a this CD. Yep. One, two. Uh, you know one, what two, to do. Jay Hill, go ahead. Um, so mine is actually something that comes on Netflix regularly. It's called, it's a docu-series called Explained, and they just basically break down very different topics week by week. Uh, but the one I just watched, um, well, actually there's several, but they have one that I just watched called Flags, and it talks about how flags have, like, become such a mainstay and become so polarizing via country, via stance, political, whatever the case may be. So it's a nice little, nice little informative documentary explained. Okay. Nice. Um, yeah, I've seen that. I, I need to get that queued up. And my show of the week is going to be a sleeper because I slept on it. I didn't even know they did an, another season. No, literally, ago. he fell asleep while he was trying to watch it. <laughs> I usually do, but I didn't. I didn't fall asleep. It was only four shows. I fell asleep on the third one, but I caught back up. Luther. I don't know if you guys have you ever seen Luther. It was messed up because they only did three seasons. 
No, they did five oh, seasons. Five? It was five. Still oh, I know. They were short. They were like very six, short six episodes a season. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and did watch it. I watched. It's I thought I watched it. Even when no one no. is no. sitting it's, there. It's not that okay, okay. It's not that loot at all. It's it just Elba, not Adventures. So DJ, is, we don't have the rights to this. What are you doing? You know, you're trying to get the show cut off. Love. Can I finish? Can I finish? I said. <laughs> Nobody's in no. Trey's house. You heard the echo? No. <laughs> I said. All right. <laughs> no, seriously. But a uh, house wow. is not a home. <laughs> All right. Check out Luke. Too, wow. Every time I go to say something, shut up, Fabio. <laughs> uh Luther is a great show. It's is it's really well written. <laughs> um I, I think we're gonna call this one this episode The House is not at home. <laughs> With... <laughs> All right. Check out Luther, Idris Elba. I think it's it's five seasons. Each season is a very short one, but it's very intense. Um, and that uh, those are our artists and shows and documentaries. Shut up. <laughs> He's having too much fun, man. Can you do that with, now? Can you do that with a flute? He was asleep during the second segment. He just woke up. <laughs> Next time we just gotta talk about Luther the whole show. Oh no. Oh Luther Brown. Here we go. Oh, here we Luther go. Hey, here we go. Luther woke him up. Oh, Luther so Luther gets him up. No, no, no. Fire. Say, say it right. Say it right, John. Luther gets him up. <laughs> on that note. Um, and me, we're signing off. Let me do the sign off. <laughs> uh thank you guys for tuning in. This is Sports and Things. We're on every week. Uh Eaton's playlist. Thank you for having us. Also, Unhinged um, Radio and now uh, Belly Up Sports Network as well. Also, wherever you check out podcasts. This week is going to be a little different because we are behind um, our usual recording time. That's why the show is what it is today. (laughs) Um, On behalf of the guys and myself, I want to thank you guys for taking the time to listen. Make sure that you are being vaccinated. Make sure that you get vaccinated. Matter of fact, let me let me say uh, rest in peace to the people we shouted out. Chucky Thompson, um, we lost Black Mav. And this week, we also lost a dear brother, Howard Kingfish Franklin, to COVID. So make sure that you... Jesse Jackson and his wife in the hospital. Right now. So make sure that you are taking this very seriously. If you have the opportunity and the wherewithal to get the vaccine, please do it. It's not just for you. It's for the whole world. The community around you, everybody is affected by this virus and it's, uh, it's killing people, people. So like, make sure that you're doing what you need to do. And if you're not, just stay in your house and don't go outside. Like, that's fine too. <laughs> <laughs> like, we don't need you outside if you're not going to be vaccinated. Like, seriously. Uh, and then also, get the facts. Like, just don't get your information from the TikTok and uh, Instagram and Twitter. Like, if you if you really have an issue with, you know, getting vaccinated, go get the facts, you know, um, before you make a decision. Don't about, be misinformed. Yeah, about how you're going to affect the world eventually and effectively affect the world and affect the people around you. So, with that being said, make sure you tell the people that you love them while they're still here. Make sure you give people their flowers. Um, this has been real. And until next week, peace. Free my nigga snatching. <laughs> I said. Yo.
on deck, bro. Four dope brothers talking sports, so let's go. If you could just imagine some dudes into music, get together to talk trash about whose teams are losing. So here we go, Deke Turner, John Lane, Trey Illy, Jay Hill, the MVP, court in the history. So now what? They got they mics and gizmos. Podcast rapper for DC, what it is, mo. Yeah, we talking sports and things from rookies who bought the vets who about to get more rings, plus more things like a jam session or something. Then we beefing cause our favorite team, John like slumming, John like pumping. Over podcasts and steady every O. You want more than that whole hum, so here we go. Yeah, we go from bars to beats to podcast or Astro Turf with balls and cleats like that, y'all. Talking sports and things, talking sports and things. Priest the Nomad, uh, talking sports and things. We're talking sports and things. D Turner, John Lane, talking sports and things. Baby, we're talking sports and things. Trey Illy, Drake Hill, talking sports and things. Talking sports and things. For listening to Sports and Things featuring John Lane, Trey Ely, Jay Hill, and Dennis Turner. Be sure to follow and subscribe for our upcoming episodes. You can also reach the team on Instagram at S P O R T Z A N D T H I N G Z and on Twitter at I Z S P O R T Z. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.